You know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in, you know, and I know, they know, they know, cause we know, we go all in. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the newest edition of What You Live and Direct, in spite of all things necessary and necessary. It is your boy K Dizzle DC. I'm live and I'm excited. And to my right, my guy right here. Tell him who you are, my man. It's still your man. Have streams, man. We still from we still live in the studio making it do what it do, man. How you doing? How- <laughs> you telling yourself how you doing? Hey, yeah, how you doing? Know. I'm doing good. How are you, brother? All right, we here. We here. God bless you. We here, man. I'm live direct. I'm loving it. This what is up, you. Sal? What Sal's up, Sal? Coming already early. Kicking it door in early. Kicking the early. Kicking it early. Shout out to my homie Sal, man. Shout out to the uh, to the Enough Said podcast. Awesome show this morning, earlier today, eleven o'clock, man. Having special guests, former pro players in the building, telling their stories and how you know we're learning the back ends of how life is in the NFL, the ups and downs, and the ins and outs. Man, we just don't realize, you know, how long it takes for some people to get their shot. I mean, we, we, we like Josh Dobbs was a big thing, uh, and and we don't recognize how hard it was for him to get to where he is. You know, being a seven, eight year pro to get finally getting this opportunity, and we had a great opportunity on the Nuffset Podcast. Make sure y'all go check him out YouTube to hear from another guy from from his side of the story and the things that he went through as well. Looking at you guys and making sure you're keeping the great content coming. We always enjoy it. We always going to be a part of it. And more importantly, we always going to promote you guys because we love you more than anything else, man. Half, talk about your week, man, my, my man. Hey, man. Fighting, fighting through some technical difficulties tonight, but we're going to make it do what it do. Hopefully, you can hear me well. Um, you know, we're here. We're live every Sunday, every uh, first and third Sunday at 9. But um, special episode, man. This is going to be, what, probably our last live show before the um, the end of the year, right? This is the last show before the end of the year. You see me looking off off space. I mean, I'm making sure I'm getting my stuff ready and connected because here's the thing. We are live. You guys don't understand if you're not familiar before we are live. I put this number down here, not just to put it there, but to make sure you get involved. If you want to talk about some of the things we want to talk about, you want to say your piece or you want to give your opinion. 301-857-1756. Always send you a link to get joined in and, um, and, and, now I did I did want you I did want you K Dizzle to run the question on the ticker at the bottom for tonight's episode of what are you leaving back behind in 2023? Oh, I'm ready for you, my guy. I got you know, that's gonna be the undertone we'll be talking about. If you can chime in, text, hit us up, come through on the chat. What are you not taking with you in the next year? We always talk about New Year's resolutions and stuff. We're not gonna, you know, be old school in that regard, but let's talk about what you just done with? What you leaving behind, man? Look, look, you you about to you diving in deep, early, bro. Early, early, early. Let's let's slow. Let's lean back a little bit. Slow it up. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, let's let's talk about. Yo, um, oh, I'm sorry. You right on point. It's me moving too fast. Hey, Mama Hef. Mama Hef's in the building. Where you been? We missed you. Don't do that. Every week, every other week, we here. Mama have love you. We are leaving 
Puffy's Freak Offs in 2023. Mm. We are definitely leaving Puffy's Freak Offs in 2023. Now, his story will continue. He's losing sponsorship and business deals as the days turn. He likes giving hugs from the back and he likes to take men shopping. But more importantly, we're leaving that in 2023. I don't want to be involved with it. I don't, I don't care for it anymore. The stories will come out and they will get even worse and worse. Um, and people will start coming forward. But, you know, it, it is what it is. So, you know, uh, he paid ASAP. Uh oh. Uh oh. Here comes Sal. Let's address the elephant in the room. Sam Howe. Health, what's going on with your commanders? What was the how much did they lose by this week? How much did they lose by this week, bro? That's what I need to know. So tell me what they did. Can you hear me? You talking to me? Yeah. What did they lose? I thought you was talking to Sal. So look. No. <laughs> so look, man. I'm leaving behind Sam Howe and those bum ass commanders in 2023. I didn't I'm I'm already off, man. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Sam Howe is a turn. As soon as he got benched, Jacoby Brissett came in and threw two touchdowns. It's not a coincidence, man. It's not a coincidence. What's up, Shanae? Shanae is in the building. What's up? But, um, but I want to, before I even go into those commanders, because I'm not going to let them, you know, set the tone for me tonight. <laughs> you know, since 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 Puffy and, and all been left behind, let's also leave behind everybody getting a paycheck that didn't have nothing to say back then during the freak-offs. Oh, talk about that. Ooh. A lot of people right now are, are circulating the um the uh that certain section of the internet, that media, that angle of you know being able to and paid for it. I think that's kind of whack at this point. Like, where were you back when you were enabling those freak offs? <laughs> Maybe if the commanders play worse, they'll get a new stadium. Look, they might, might be in Virginia. In, they might end up in DC since um we need to talk about that. We need sure. to talk about that since that's big in our area. Um, how do you feel about the le- the Wizards and the Caps leaving Chinatown? I'm so depressed. You know, this is a sign of bad things to come for DC in general, man. What a blow to DC's economy. I, yeah. I know, I know the Onsis was talking about the crime rate that I think they rated DC like the 173rd most dangerous city in the, in the country. 173rd? Yeah, okay. something like that. So, you know, it, it, it's not like it was like something that was alarming, but it's interesting. You know, they might have a better economy situation down there, but I'm going to see a lot of us going over that bridge to go see the Wizards play. I'm definitely not because that's a good drive back home. And those boys over in the Commonwealth do not play. So don't have too much fun getting drunk watching the Wizards lose in 2028 in Virginia. Hey, look, let's be honest. When we say DMV, we just so it sounds better. <laughs> look, they need to keep them where they are. So the, the conversation. Yes, they do. So the conversation. Yes, they are. So the, Ted Leosis is talking about taking the Wizards. What's up? Uh, what's up, Big Funny Pump? They've been taking the Wizards out of D.C., the Wizards and the Washington Capitals out of them in Potomac Yard, which is in Northern Virginia. Now, I think this is which is part of a huge, which which is part of a huge, you know, complex in general. Like, a huge you know, complex. It's like complex. a two billion, two billion dollar, like you know, district of of entertainment and shopping, and it's going to be headlined with the stadium or the arena. But who's really going to go? I'm not going. <laughs> the home of Trey songs. No, thank you. So. 
Um, I rather I rather take the train up to Philly or uh, New York and, and go catch a game. And, you know, seeing the Sixers or the Knicks play. So the economical impact cannot be understated um, when we're talking about them because it's right in the heart of Chinatown. It, he's talking about possibly keeping keeping the stadium there and keeping just the mystics and concerts there. And that's I what think I was wondering. What, what would they still use it for? Well, well, if they don't use it for the mystics and the concerts, then of course you know they're going to plow it and put whatever there. But I think that that just that just you can't understate the amount of revenue that it kills. I mean, there are already businesses that have decided to close because of this announcement. Um, taking it out of there because it's going to just take, pull a, an entire economy of revenue outside of the district. Yeah. And I think they've been trying to do that for quite a while. They even tried to do that with the commanders before they, the, before they were the commanders. Why am I, why is my thing screaming up? Um, you know, you said, nah, I'm not messing with VA police. Uh, anybody knows anybody that's anybody that lives in this area knows they don't like driving in Virginia. They don't they play with the cops. You don't play with the. You don't play with the Commonwealth. Um, you I go don't see think- the Wizards play on a Saturday night. You drive and you swerve one bad time. You're not coming home till Wednesday. Oh, for sure. Well, I don't even. You know, even downtown, we didn't drive no more. We Uber that bad boy. Look, I don't think it could get any worse for the Wizards, though. I 100 percent agree with you because the Wizards, the culture is horrible, and until they get their their life together, I I probably won't be seeing any of their games uh, until we really get some change uh, that we need to see in that area. I mean, it's similar to what the commanders look, I got love for the home team. I'm I'll root for them when they're not playing my team. The same thing, the culture, you got good ownership now. Um, real quick question. Do you think they're going to kill the enemy by the end of the year? Or do you think they're going to keep him? He's gone. He's gone. Yeah. He's only been there one year. So you're going to implement an offense and then kick him out and then put a whole new offense. In. This entire situation, uh, you know, the, the owners, when they came in, they were cordial enough to let everybody, you know, finish out their season. It wasn't the owner's decision to get rid of Del Rio. That was Rivera's decision. Mm. You know, the owner approved it, but ultimately right. Rivera made that decision. He didn't necessarily come in and say you had to go. He didn't call for anybody's job because he didn't arrange this organization. It is right now. You know, next year, oh, they clean the house. And, and even with Sam Howe putting up the statistics that he's putting up and chasing these big deficits that he's doing, which mm-hmm. is why he's putting up so many passing yards, he's playing really bad quarterback. That's what I'm saying. Why He's putting up the stats, though. I mean, he's getting the stats. I, I call them stats and chasing. You know, he's mm-hmm. chasing 14-point defici- deficits quite early and often. You know, yeah. the, way the game plan is calling for him to throw the ball 40 and 50 times. If Sam Howe it's throwing the ball 40 to 50 times for you, nine times out of 10, you're not going to win. You're not going to win. I mean, you can have a great game manager. And I was listening to uh, Cam Newton. He was talking about Brock Purdy. Mm-hmm. And he was like, you know, some people are game changers and some people are game managers. Mm-hmm. But you can be a great, you know, person of either way. If you look at it, you can be a great game manager. And you can but Brock Purdy comes out and he throws four touchdowns a day. Mm-hmm. So what are we? What what exactly is a game manager? You know, I just can't have a quarterback that's turning the ball over. That you know he can throw for three hundred yards, but those two or three interceptions and that fumble that he gives you, it's always going to hurt. Now look, Mike makes a very valid point. Was tripping, but if they wanted to keep the enemy, they would have let him coach the team 
when it was clear the season was lost. That's but, a see, but see, they didn't make the decision to get Rivera out of there, and that's yeah, what yeah. happened. With Rivera still leading the charge, he's not going to move himself out of the way. Mm. You know, you're stuck. Yeah. And so they pretty the man. How can you deny that when the man's first in in almost every category there is for quarterbacks? You he's not pretty. Can you you still say he's a game manager? I say he's the MVP. You know, I've been I've been saying he's the MVP since Jalen Hurts has been playing all soft. You okay. know, he's not my MVP contention. I got to give it just uh, to Brock Purdy and believe it or not, Tyreek Hill. You know, the only thing you can say about Tyreek Hill is that he didn't play today and his team still won convincingly. So that might not be too good for his uh, for his MVP. Yeah, he um, didn't play today, did and, and Miami still went off because Jalen Waddle pretty much ate even more because Tyreek yeah, did. Play. So shout out to Jalen Waddle because my fantasy teams are winning the first round. Um, <laughs> you, you are in a dog fight, by the way. Because you need Jalen Hurts to do some shit Monday night, don't well, you? Well, I need, I, need, I need a lot of love. I need Jalen <laughs> I need uh, DeAndre Swift to play a lot. I need uh, uh, who else that I have that is on there. I need um, one more guy to go off. I had Noah Brown on the bench. I need um, Calvin Ridley to go off tonight. Yes, you he's do. looking. He's looking okay, but I need him to go off tonight. Good luck, man. Yeah, we'll see. in the I'm, second round. I'm sitting at sixty-two percent right now, so I do need Jalen to play. Absolutely, uh, I think the sickness is just a ruse so to keep them off off guard. But look. Um. <laughs> oh, she's not letting them off the hook. She's not letting them off the hook. So let's 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 get this in. Rain. Get all. Rain. Rain. Let's <laughs> let's. We're gonna address the. We have to because they're in our division, and I know you know that we have some of those fans that are watching. How about those Cowboys? Oh man, what can I, we I say don't even Many cowboy fans watching us because they're probably they probably turn their phones off. They are probably (laughs) hurting, and I'm gonna tell you, Dak played much like Rain tonight. (laughs) You know, Rain showed up tonight, and I'm starting to learn he has different. You know, his aliases come out. Mm -hmm. He plays different, and um, it it was it was, and and unfortunately, you know, they never could get it going. Speaking of Dallas's offense, uh, a lot of a lot of miscues, a lot of just uh. You know him looking like a deer in headlights again. Here we go. Yeah, that nonsense got to yeah, stop. That, that cadence is trash. That, that cadence is trash. My man texted me. He was I'll like, that. "I'm gonna let you hear me. Here we go. Me down the field all day, all game long, all day." Hey, look! Shout out to the Buffalo Bills, man. They they uh they expose the Cowboys for who they are. They only play good in their own home field, which is which is a terrible thing. <laughs> they play they play perfect at home. Everywhere else, they're trash. Just we just shown that the same thing with um you know Sanford had a little bit scared today with Arizona but they got back on nah man let's talk about the other let's talk about the other elephant in the room let's talk about those Chiefs you know those Kansas City Chiefs look funny they're looking funny and the like man and I tell you I'm a Patrick Mahomes guy but improvise his ass off to score touchdowns out there like he thought it was hard before Travis Kelsey's been a bum. That's a super sub team this year. Since Travis Kelsey's been running around with these Swifties, mm-hmm. <laughs> he has been playing like trash. It's getting worse and worse. <laughs> Today he dropped a touchdown, tried to fake a um 
pole and like flopped on another one. Yeah, it's, it's a super sus team right now. The Taylor Swift curse is what Sal calls it. I don't know what it might, might, might injure. I, th- I just think they don't have any receivers. I mean, I seen the Kadarius Tony interception. He just bumbled it in the air. It was it was it was dangerous. It was dangerous in the first half. Well, they- so no, they never do help themselves. So I mean, the NFL is, is tightening as time goes on. Uh, we're not going to talk about LeBron and winning his in season tournament because you know there's a lot of a lot of controversy in regards. Was it rigged? Was it rigged, man? Was it rigged? I don't know. I don't care. I, some people. That's as close as he's going to get to the next ring. I don't know. We'll, we shall see, said the blind man. We ain't going to talk about that. What we are going to talk about, what we are going to talk about more than anything is what's coming up in, what is it, in seven days? Yeah. Seven, eight days? So um, you have an interesting this year for Christmas, correct? Yes. You celebrate that, guys. So talk about that a little bit. So you're talking about us hosting. Yes. So this is the second time that my baby and I are going to be hosting our families at home for Christmas dinner mm-hmm. on Christmas Eve. It's going to start around 630. Okay. It's going to be off the hook. And my house is going to be full of family. It's going to be a great vibe, great atmosphere. And shout out to my folks today because I didn't also get a chance to bring up. We did a secret Santa today, and that okay. was pretty funny. So you'll be probably seeing me post some stuff from that. So, but Christmas Eve, man, you know, you definitely want to make sure you got the right food. Right. You definitely want to make sure your family's seated in the right positions to where, you know, the conversation stays good. <laughs> and you always got to just be prepared for when that alcohol gets the phone. Oh, man. So let me ask you a question. Uh, so we are of African-American descent, correct? Yes. All right. So. You have a Christmas dinner starting at 6.30, correct? Yes. What time are you telling your family it starts? Are you telling them it starts at 6.30 or are you telling them it starts at 5? 4.30. All right, my man, we on the money. So I just wanted to make sure because you understand. But nobody's going to believe me anyway. Man, nobody's going to believe you anyway. I just want to make sure you had that in the pocket because I didn't want you to host Christmas dinner, tell everybody 6.30, it don't start till nine. Everybody, everybody saw step at midnight. <laughs> Which will probably still happen anyway. It'll probably still happen anyway, right? But you know, that's what you hope for, man. It's a great time. Yeah. And, um, you know, just to get the family together. You can't do it all the time, and when you can, you gotta just make the most of it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, Shanae is definitely looking forward to it. The food is always good. Shanae can cook her ass off. Mm-hmm. And, and we usually have a lot of help from the rest of the family that contributes as well. Um, I stay away from the stove all. <laughs> but what you got going on, bro? All right. So, okay. Um, shout out to the family. Almost earlier today, um, I had the absolute pleasure. Um, I have a god brother by the name of Eben Gregory. And I normally don't shout, people, shout people's names out, but this man is... Um, it's actually my sister's car brother and we just adopted him as like my big brother. And, um, he's, he's entering into an, where he, where, uh, into a medical situation. And so we all got together, give him his flowers and just let him know that we love him and we're on the journey together. And, um, it just makes you, um, appreciate not just family, but life and love in general. Um, when you have people in your life and you, 
part of that because the one thing that God gives us is time. Uh, and when you spend your time with someone, you honor them with your presence and you honor them with giving that time of them so freely and lovingly. So I appreciate that. And I'm glad and just know that we're here for you and here for the family moving forward. But one of the things that my family does during Christmas time, it's kind of a special thing that we do. Um, and we've been doing it as long as I can remember is we have a Christmas dinner where we all get together, we have dinner, we tell, we say what we're thankful for. And then, you know, you have your immediate families, like you have your aunt and your uncle here, cousins here, and we get together and we, we put on an entire talent show. Okay. (laughs) So we get, we, we put on an entire talent show. And each individual family goes on and does their own performance. Now, it could be original. It could be as it's been choreographed. I mean, we've had laser lights, smoke. We've had, I mean, whatever you can think of, we've probably done it over the years. And it's but do y'all keep it real when somebody doesn't do a good job? Oh, for sure. Do y'all for sure. each other? So. For sure, absolutely. And one of the things we do, too, is if you're at the Christmas dinner and or a friend of a friend, you perform. Yeah. So there is no getting out of it. We have default songs for you guys to perform, or if you can choose one, we'll let you get up there and perform. You sing, you dance, whatever it is that you do. So <laughs> this has been a long going thing. Uh, and we have an actual a championship belt. So whoever wins that year gets the belt and gets the bragging rights for that entire year until the next Christmas dinner. That have it. So so it's it's an ongoing thing. Like I said, it's been in my family for years. I mean, decades. And this year was a little tight because we were close to not having a Christmas. And so it would have made it really different, really awkward, because um, neither the the monarchs in our family, you know, um, a grandmother and grandfather have passed on, and both of them have gone just only recently. So um, we were all fiending for that. And when we, when we finally stepped and said, who, hey, Who's hosting the dinner? I mean, it was a big relief. Everybody jumped in. Everybody got lively, and we just got excited again. So, uh, family is a really big, important thing in my life and in my family. And anybody who's been around it knows that. And so, we're we're really excited about it. You'll probably more than likely see a lot of it on the internet because I'm probably going to record the entire thing. I'm gonna edit the crap out of it, put it on YouTube because you know if if it's one thing that we do. If somebody else sees it and they love it and they pick it up with their family, by all means, have fun with it, run with it, take it. Because one thing it has taught us over the years is important our relationships are to each other and making sure that we stay close and we pay attention to what's going on in each other's lives and just keep us focused, motivated. And if we need help within anything, um, we make sure that we're there for each other. We try to do little things during the year, you know, cookouts and stuff like that. But more importantly, it just makes that time of the year a little more special for me. I'm really excited about it. Everybody's planning what they're going to do. Our girls are getting together, trying to figure out what our dance routine or whatever we're going to decide is going to be. And uh, what song won? What song won last year? What song won last year? Um, I can't remember what song it was, but it was my sister's family. Her and her okay. four kids. They won. They got the belt. They 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 have no choice but to show up. It's required. Uh, but I know a year ago. It was my cousin Nisi and her daughter. Um, they came in. It was like fly by night. We had no idea. They got on stage and they did a whole routine. The boys, the men, Motown Philly. That was yeah. crazy. 
absolutely crazy. And they took the belt home for that year. So every year it's always something different. Uh, but um, it's just a fun thing that we do that we love to do. Well, and hopefully true. this year, yeah, we'll share it. We'll share it for the world. I'll make sure we edit it and put it on, put it online, share it for the world. And if you guys pick it up, if you don't see anything else, make sure you tell your people that you love them because, like I said, time is limited. No, tomorrow's not guaranteed for anybody. So make sure that you spend the time with the people that you love the most. But, but yeah, that's that's what well, we got going with this. And I, I love it the fact that you're hosting this year. Because I know that's going to be phenomenal for you guys too. You guys, are, you guys are all about love. For too. Nah, man, it's a great feeling, man. Be looking forward to it. And and Shanae's in the chat, heavy, and she just said before we left uh, sports, she got her money on the mask. Yeah, she's got, she's got some type of like the Dallas Mavericks. She she's feeling Luca and, and Kyrie like to the, to the top. Yeah, it's wild. I don't know what she's doing that for. Wait, yeah, she, like, she likes Exum and, and the other dude, the other big oh no man. She got a hutch. <laughs> so all right, I got one more story. Okay. What's up? Uh, one more story before we get into our topic. And oh no, no. Let me keep that story for another. Um, let's do the sleepers. Let's do the ADU sleepers right now. I'll keep that story for the first for the first ADU sleepers the last episode of Spotify 2023 year. 100%. Let me put this link in there. If you've not already hit to it, you need to go to um if you have Spotify, that's what you're listening to. Make sure you add the ADU sleeper pot Spotify playlist, ADU podcast sleeper pot Spotify playlist. It's a a lot of dope songs on there. I got to add them on the screen. I ain't going to hold you. But it, the, a lot of dope songs in there you probably never heard of. Or if you did, it's a fantastic playlist. Keeping heavy rotation to keep your day going. We're we're music fiends. We love music. We love hearing good music. And we want to always bring good music to you, to you this year. So, And shout out to the latest interaction of some of the artists. When I appreciate, like, we don't do this to, like, like get anything out of it, but, like, promote right. for music. When the artists actually recognize us for promoting their stuff, we really appreciate that. Yeah, you know, sure. so thank you guys and uh, keep creating great content. Now, my man Heffalump over here forgot his sleeper for this week. Hey, man, my, my computer popped tonight. His, his computer did pop. Technical difficulty. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him live that right now. Normally, you're supposed to have it ready in the pocket, my guy. Yeah. Okay. You've been saying I've been torching you for the past couple, couple episodes. So now maybe, yeah, maybe maybe this was all the you know is the setup. So here I'm. So we're gonna come in real quick with the use uh, the Spotify sleeper playlist. Um, one of them you may have heard. I know the other one a lot of people haven't heard. My first. So the first of the two, okay, is going to be the first one's going to be um, Terrace Martin and Alex Isley. Okay, the song is Honey. You'll probably, okay, I know this one. Yeah. Um, hold on. Hold on, baby Jesus. Make sure that's it. All right. Bum, 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 bum. The first one is Honey. That's the name of the song. Oh, no, I'm going to do that later. Do it on your own later. Why is it make me do that? Let me see if it's going to allow me. I'm going to be mad. Hold on. Nah, go ahead, do your thing while you, you can see my screen. Yeah, I can see it. You can see my screen. Perfect. All right. First one is that's the wrong one. Hold on, goddamn it. Get my life together. 
Yeah. Terrence Martin and Alex Isley. It's going to be, it's called Honey. All right. <laughs> Now, what you say now, huh? What you say, man? Your sleeping playlist just keeps getting better and better, man. <laughs> you, man. man. If it's if it's good, put a one in the chat. If it, if it's okay, put a one in the chat. If it's good, okay. If, if it's okay, put a seven. Seven, man. It's one of those playlists, man. You can work out. You can listen to it on your way to work. Walking yeah. your dogs, you man. Can cook, you can cook an omelet. You can do yoga. You can cut somebody out on it. It's everything. All right, so. That's one. That's actually, honey. Here's number two. Uh, the artist's name is Go Go Morrow. The song name is Don't Stop. Okay. Let's get one number two so we can keep it rolling. All right. You see that, right? All right. Perfect. Don't stop. Put it one in the chat if it's good. Seven if it's okay. One in is good. Seven if it's okay. If you can hear everybody okay, it's all right. We're going to end the chat strong. But Spotify, ADU Sleeper Podcast playlist. By the way, you can catch all of our episodes, audio-wise podcasts, everywhere they have podcasts. I was in a car the other day, and I put my title on it, and I looked up podcasts. In title in ADU pop there. I was it was not there, but I was just like, hey, this is it. This is a beautiful thing, man. It's no excuse, man. It's no excuse why you can't support, man. Be going on two years. Things are going great. We're growing. I appreciate 
guys for always coming through, man. Especially this being the last episode that we're doing for 2023, because we done had some crazy topics and shit. Oof. People are all over the place, you know, from from all the all the gossip that we can handle. Mm -hmm. So, you know, some stories and you know, just all all the content that we usually cover, man. It was a hell of a year. So let me say this. Um, one of the things I did about uh this tonight was I um I kept this this specific conversation close to the chest. We didn't conversation what about what our deep dive is going to be tonight. Um, but I kept this close to the chest for a reason because I think with it being as fresh, um, I think it's going to hit different. One of the things we did start we talked about was family. We talked about Christmas. We talked about fellowship. And we talked about making, um, uh, you know, that you you stay you stay involved and you make sure you love on your people, right? Right. Um, let me put this one up right here. Okay. Here's the question that I want to pose to our family tonight, right? What does unconditional mean to you? Okay. What is unconditional love? Okay. We're going into 2024. Uh, Charles, the car guy's in the building. What's up, Chuck? What's up, Chuck? Mr. Green. Um, what does... Purcell. Purcell. What is unconditional love? Okay. Um, half. Where is this coming from, Kate? Where is this coming from? This is coming on from December 17th, man. You know, you had me worried. You <laughs> told me that you didn't really want me to know where you wanted to take the deep dive. Right. And you hit me with this deep. Yeah. What does unconditional love mean to me? Does yes. that mean unconditional love with my partner, with my family, with who? Hey, hey. So look, here we go. Here we go. Here's Ron. 301-857-1757. See, that's why I'm saying. See, that's why I'm glad Arizona comes to Because we asked basically the same question. Because I said, are you, are you referring to my partner or are you referring to family? Look, outside of family, unconditional love is a myth. This is what my guy says. Uh, um, you know, outside of family. So, uh, says... Accepting me for who I am, accepting all parts of me, and loving me still. Man, say that again. Erica McCoy, I said, what does unconditional love mean to you? She says, accepting me for who I am, accepting all parts of me, and loving me. Okay. Answer, so, so, that sounds very Mary J. Blige. Sounds very Mary, take, it sounds very take me as I am-ish. Yes, um, it does, doesn't it? So, F, go ahead. Answer the question first. Oh, man, just put me back on. I'm going to put you back So, on. so we, we got to talk about conditions, man. We got to. Oh, 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 oh. You're talking about conditions, and the question is, what is unconditional hey, love? We got to talk about conditions for it to be unconditional. <laughs> right? So, follow me, right? Go ahead. So, Arizona was coming in talking about it doesn't exist outside of family. But, you know, you got to love me, not just. You got to love me not just because I do certain things for you or I take care of you in certain ways. Like Erica said, you got to love me for me and everything that comes along with me under any condition, under any circumstance. You know, when I'm at my worst, when I'm at my worst, can you love me? When I'm at my best, 
same love. That's unconditional, you know? And it's very fluid when it comes to, I think, a relationship because your love changes every day. And I don't think that's a bad thing. You know, I think you evolve and you grow together and, you know, you might not always still feel like you can stand that person, but you still love them. Now, do you love everybody unconditional? That's the question. I mean, again, there's certain things that come along with it. Mm. So Erica says, but that's unconditional because I'm taking you with everything you come with. And you can love someone unconditionally from a distance. Now, what does that mean? What does I that don't believe that. that mean? That's a condition right there. If I got to love you at a distance, that's a condition. What is what does that mean? It ho ho ho. All right, Ron, you you over some other stuff right here because one of the things you're saying is you said it's a myth outside of family. It's a myth. So you telling me that you is unconditional love impossible with a significant other? Is it adjustable love is Adjust more realistic? Like what I was speaking on, like love that evolves, adjustable love. Uh huh. Shanae says that means that you love them and you want to see them do well and you want the best for them, but maybe they're not meant to be in your life. That to me is not unconditional love. There, therein lies, therein lies this conversation. And I'm not trying right? to come at Shanae's comment because that was very deep and honestly thought provoking, but in my opinion, you would want that person in your life if it's unconditional. So let me give you let me give you one one definition of unconditional love and see if you guys agree with this, right? Unconditional love is when you love someone no matter what they do and have no expectation of repayment. Exactly. It means you love someone for who they are with no strings attached. With no consideration of repayment, meaning to say you don't have to be a certain for me. I'm going to just love you. It's all coming to you and nothing in return. So my man, Big Pump says, well, can we start with the definition of love, right? Because okay. that's important. I'm glad you said that because everybody's definition of love is completely different. Some, some completely different, but let's, let's take it he to broke, a little bit. Broke, right? And you broke you know, down our, our, our feeling of the definition of yeah. love before. So love, love is an intense feeling of deep affection, uh, a great interest in pleasure and pleasure in something, feel deep affection for very much. That's the that's the dictionary terms, accurate language dictionary. Um, uh, another true yeah. definition is a quality of feeling of strong or constant affection or and dedication to another. Sinead just hit me in the gut in the chat. She said, I guess your kids and dogs. That's about it. <laughs> <laughs> love with mom says, Patricia says love without strings attached. All right. So everybody has their, has, a, has a definition of what they say, you know, unconditional love is right. So what happens when you believe Saying, okay, hold on. I would dare to say most people love conditionally, which they should, in your opinion. Why? 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 See, don't don't come in here and talk this half talk. And then, I ain't saying it's half talk. No, no, no. Though, I'm talking about Ron. I'm talking about Ron. It's half talk. So here's here's a question. 
when we talk about um so wait a minute. So if you have expectations for someone to grow as a person, that means you don't love them unconditionally. Answer that, Hal. So hold on, let's say this. So if you have expectations for someone to grow as a person, that means you don't no, no, you can still love someone unconditionally and still expectations to see them do better in life. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we're talking about if they don't, will you still love them, Shanae? That's the point of the unconditional part. Because if your expectations are not met, do you then love that person from a distance, which is not in my in my definition unconditional love. This is a definition funny pimp says. Unconditional love doesn't have boundaries, Arizona says. What would my man Mike say? Is unconditional love the same as blind love? No. Oof. Oof. But what is blind love, Mike? Yeah, what is blind love? Whatever you put out for that person, so it is whatever you put out for that person, so it is be- it, it it because you don't care, don't expect anything back. Right. Um I did say uh you have no expectations for them. Um pump comes in, love is patient, love is kind, does not not proud, does not honor others, not self-seeking, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. That's a beautiful definition of love. That's straight from the Bible. That's straight from the Bible. (laughs) Blind love is being a 49ers fan. I agree with that. (laughs) So shit, that's a Monday night. We're down 25 (laughs) in a fancy playoff. Talk that crazy stuff. You're talking crazy stuff. So um, when we're talking about unconditional love and we're talking about a lot of people are gonna gonna take that situationally, which a lot of people are talking about in our chat too. Well, but let me ask you a quick question before you know into the chat. Do I feel unconditional love different? Does it come with a different feeling? Can I feel the love that it's unconditional that I'm receiving? Well, love is gonna be based on the love that you feel is be is gonna be based on how you interpret it and based on how you grew up and how you ingested what love is for you uh, within yourself and in talking about the language, the language of love that you speak. So some people do it by, um, by doing things for others. Some people are affectionate. Uh, some people are words of gratitude. Uh, and some people are just, just uh, show love by being there, making sure that they are, they are present in your life. So, but how do you know when you're receiving unconditional love? Because you asked the question, what does unconditional love mean to you? Mm-hmm. So, but like, how do I know if I'm receiving unconditional love? There's no, there's no, there is no real, like, um, when we talk about using a, a measuring stick, uh, the only way that we can, we can measure that is based on our own experiences, right? Um, what we feel like, what we've received, and if we're receiving is more from what we've ever received before. Right. So we we think we will use that. We will use our own experiences to kind of measure what we think unconditional love is for us as well. Um, Pump says when things appear to be going transactional. Um, that. Would. Um, it just depends on the person. So I'll use an example. Right. Um, when we talking about either being in a relationship are we being in a relationship, whether it be, whether it be marriage, whether it be short, short-term, long-term, but you're in a serious relationship. When in 
comes into play, mm-hmm. right? Can we still say unequivocally that person has the ability to love me unconditionally? I don't think you could. Oh. And I think that's also a part of not trying to oh. use Arizona as a shield, but I think that's the part that he was trying to <laughs> You know, Arizona said you can't have unconditional love outside of family. It's a myth. Mm. Because just like you said, when there's when there's infidelity, how can that be unconditional love? Mm. You know, at that point, at that point, stuff, and you don't even know if you're in love at that at that position. But you know, to each their own. Um, I would say, you know, I don't know when you can necessarily put a finger on when you find unconditional love. I know in the relationship that I'm in, I can honestly say that I love, you know, my partner, you know, and I tell her every day, you know, I love you multiple times. It's almost mm-hmm. like you don't want to over say it because it's like you still need to do and provide and show and action as well. You know what I'm saying? But I just wanted to be, I wanted to be clear and concise that there's love coming from my heart to her. And and to me, to me, it doesn't come with the condition because I don't necessarily say you have to be X, Y, Z to keep getting this love. Mm. Now, if something were to come into play like infidelity and things of that nature, would the love change? Then that's a whole different question. Forgiveness mm. mm. is love and you don't do it for them. You do it for yourself. That is a very true statement. So how can... See, one of the things you said that was important is the way that you show love, like I said, one of the ways you show love is you say it and you, you know, you do other things. But the important part on, on love in general is understanding uh, the language, the love language in which your partner speaks, because you can do all the things that you think is showing love to that person. But the only way that they can truly express, consider saying okay i know this person loves me initially it's by you not only understanding how much you love them and how you want to love them but loving them the way that they need to be loved or that it connects that it, to them that it connects to them correct and that it feeds the feeds their soul um and so um talk about the reason why i bring up infidelity is because um in relationships part of the biggest issue is um, when you have infidelity, those who are out on the outside looking in, um, who choose those who are, excuse me, who choose to stay within with those relationships and work through the infidelity, the people on the outside looking in don't aren't aren't understanding of that. So, like you said, can I really can I really say this person can continue to love me unconditionally? You said that in. I don't know. Now I have questions. So, but then at that point, the person that cheated is not necessarily showing unconditional love. They're the ones prayerfully thankful that the person's still loving them unconditionally because mm-hmm. the person that got cheated on is displaying more of the unconditional love at that point, right? Correct. Absolutely. So, in the same way, we can use infidelity. We can use a, another. Um, uh, another form like, you know, physical abuse or emotional abuse or stuff like that. People will stay in those relationships because their own idea of unconditional love uh, includes that. They may see that, okay, 
but I know they love me this way in which nobody else is. Um, Mike says, I think people feel they love unconditionally, but they end up loving blindly. There are always conditions and you have to recognize them and deal with them. Now, but, you know, well, what about, what about the people that relationship that are getting the dog shit end of the deal in the relationship? Like, are they staying there just because they love that person so unconditionally that they're not getting anything in return, but it's just like they're, they're there. And so like, I guess that person dies and just like gets rid of them. Right now, I know a few people not to put them out there <laughs> that are in some serious situations that yeah. just don't don't know how to leave. Yeah. So I mean, I think everybody knows somebody that's within a situation that we would we would wish that they would um for betterment of them, they would make a they would leave and find a different situation or find a different avenue, find different ways to to find love out there because we know that that person, we may believe that person is not better, is not the best person for them. And some people stay in those relationships out of fear. They're so far gone, okay, those or, they feel like, they, they again, they're, they're showing unconditional love. So they're just going to stay. Well, not just, well, well, that part, well, I don't know if it's, at that point, is it unconditional love or is it just convenience? Is it being conditional? Conditioned to your lifestyle. So there are plenty of people that are that that will stay married even though they don't want to be married because they don't want to change their lifestyle. They don't want to either start over or they don't want to have to do do the extra things that it's going to take because it's too hard or they don't want to hurt like that. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to hurt that person because they they feel like they invested all this time and they can't hurt this person. So they would rather stay in a relationship miserable than to to actually take a chance. And, you know, so that's so that it's, it's such a it's such a, you know, tough question. You know, Kate does when you look at it and then when you start peeling back the layers to it. Yeah. Like, like, you know, my man just says that's tough. And mm -hmm. enough said says they always try to love them no matter what the cost. And that's the thing. Like it's, it's all, it's all subjective because you have to be in the situation to feel that your unconditional love is for a purpose. And if it's only because you want that person to know that you love them, but you're going to still be there and deal with the abuse, mental, physical, whatever, emotional, that's, Oh, and, and how many relationships do you know where the unconditional love is mutual? Where it's displayed on an everyday basis through words and actions. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want every relationship to be like that, but that might not be the case. Mm -hmm. So, is it a myth? I don't know. No. You know, I would love to say to you, K. Dizzle, that I feel like I'm in, an, I'm in a relationship with unconditional love because mm -hmm. you wouldn't want to be in that. Mm -hmm. Like, if you, you don't want to be I hate to use the, the corny term, like, you know, you can't be halfway pregnant. You know, if you're going to be in love, be all the way in love, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just, I, I, you know, I feel like we're, I'm in a situation where love is unconditional. We've been through enough to see, to be able to see uh, and to be able to be tested beyond a shadow of a doubt. I think I have a couple of examples. Uh, some, you know, a couple of examples where people are that are in 
real love and they show their love unconditionally and they may not, uh, it may not be reciprocated uh, in the same way. Um, and uh, so let me ask you this Does your love have to be tested for you to know it's unconditional? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. There's a, so, there's so your love can't be unconditional? Tested? Nope. Damn. Nope. No. How do you know? How do you know? How long can some? How do you know what's the pressure point? It's testing breaking if you don't test it. If it doesn't, how do you know it won't break? If you don't, if it's not, if you don't bend it, how do you know it won't break? Hey man, there's couples that can tell you, you know what? Our love is so strong and unconditional. It's never tested. It's a fallacy. It's a fallacy. Yeah, exactly. So there's no way you can tell me you're in love with a person, y'all in a relationship, you commit a relationship, and the love has never been tested. The love has never been tested to the point where, because there have been times in my relationship, my wife was like, look, you, you're either going to get it together or we're not going to be together. <laughs> but but again, you say you said before, there's no measuring stick though, right? There's no measuring stick. There's no measuring stick. One of the things is that when you um, when you feel that, it's kind of like when you choose your partner, right? And you you decide to commit to them wholeheartedly. You cut everything how far this goes. It's when you know that, you know. It's nothing anybody tells you. It's nothing anybody advises you about. It's nothing anybody gives you that says, hey, uh, pushes you towards you make the decision on your own, not you, not anybody else. You, you decide, you decide, you decide to make it real. You decide to cut everything back. So it's not a thing that anybody can tell you. There's no measuring stick. When you know, you know, and the importance of knowing and not only just knowing for yourself, but also understanding the different types of love and being, Hey, this isn't, the right thing for me, because they're like, like we talked about, which is hugely important, which is why I want to have this conversation. People mistake, um, mistake love, um, you know, abuse for love. People mistake, uh, love people mistake, neglect for love. Um, people, people mistake mismanagement of money for love. And what I mean by that is they go out and they buy all these lavish gifts and everything and live a lifestyle that they can't afford because they want you to feel like they want to give you the world. People mistake free golfs for love. People mistake my man Diddy. You know, being being tested is not being been testing. It's a it's meant to be or not. You gotta you gotta say that again because I can't I can't get that. It's meant to be or not. You know, being tested isn't. It's it's meant to be or not. Being tested is being tested and to see, you know, you can be tested in, in different parts of relationship before you get to that, before you get to wherever you're trying to go. Uh, and if you don't make it, you don't make it. You know, and that's important. That's an important thing to understand. Really what you got to understand who you are first and what makes you tick and what the things you want. So, yeah, Diddy is off the chain. Diddy loves everybody. He buys everybody matching outfits. That's why they changed his name. Now we understand why his name was 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 love. He changed it to love because he loved everybody, male, female, him, her, she, and every pronoun. But you gotta understand <laughs> what 
when we're talking about love. And you should not accept anything less than that. Or you should not accept um, being degraded in other areas because you think you're getting what you need. You deserve everything that you desire out of that relationship. Mind when I say that too, there is some compromises involved with love. And there are, even though the love can be unconditional, there are some conditions to meeting that, to meeting that unconditional love. Like I said, being able to understand what your love language is and you being fed the way you need to be to be relationship. So absolutely, man. Absolutely. I know I'm going huge in that, but I want to, uh, but I want to put a huge emphasis on that because moving forward in 2024, you're going to have people in your life as we all do for seasons and purpose. Uh, and we're going to meet people and you gotta, you gotta, sometimes a lot of you guys said this uh, in this, we're going to, we're going to meet people and we're going to leave people behind. That doesn't mean we don't have to, we don't, Love them from afar. Mm. You guys understand how to do that. We love them from afar. We're going to root for this. Um, you know, we can show them unconditional love when they fail or when they succeed. Uh, but just know what they mean for you to you in your life. Um, yeah, basically, if not being tested, there is no unconditional love. But you know what? I think all here is you got to love yourself unconditionally, mm. you know? And, and that's where I think it begins. You know, a lot of us, we, we depend on, you know, like in my relationship, like I got to admit, like there are certain times where I depend on my baby. to Right. Right. And, and there are certain times to where I can't always expect that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because, and you know, you might you might agree, you might disagree, but it's not and she says it to me all the time, it's not up to her. Like my happiness should not be based upon mm -hmm. and vice versa. You know, you should be able to find that happiness in yourself because you're gonna have your bad days. Right. You know what I'm saying? And when you love somebody unconditionally, you know, you might have to to get yourself together or pull yourself through because your partner's not having that bandwidth for you at that moment. So there's a lot to it, man. And that's why I say love yourself, because if you can find that in yourself, you won't be really affected as much, you know, when you go through those ebbs and flows with other people's emotions and how they feel, because you're feeling good about yourself. You're working out, you're healthy, you have goals, you know, you're you want as an individual, because the stronger you are, it's going to also, you know, reflect on the strength of your relationship. Amen to that. Amen to that. Good, good words. Good, good words and positive effort, positive energy. All right. So look, this is a rousing conversation. And I'm glad that we had it. So I did. So this is let me let, let's let's end it. Let's end this um this final episode of 2023 with with this question. What is um what's one piece of advice you want to give to everyone out there for 2024? You asking me? Keep going, man. I like it. You know, I love it. These two words resonate with me. I have it around in my um studio and different, you know, pictures and such. We just keep going. You know, you might you might strike, you know, on your thirty fifth try, mm -hmm. whatever you're trying to do. You know, it might take the 
video or it might take the you know episode 126 of your podcast but just keep going mm -hmm. because as long as you're passionate about it that's all that matters and I that's mean. what i'm telling you to do for 2024 man don't give up don't stop don't slow down keep going because we got some great stuff some awesome stuff coming awesome stuff coming keep going i'm gonna take that model with me look um i'm going to say this um live your life on your terms what i mean by that is care nothing about what the next man thinks about you live your life on your terms okay that's all that's that's what i got okay we live our lives are too short for us to be worrying about who cares about what we're doing nobody nobody really cares at the grand scheme of things one thing I one thing I tell everybody is the store every day, right? You go to some store, if you go to any store every day, there are people in there that you'll probably never see again. And they you they, they'll probably never see you again. So why care what they think about you? 100%. Live your life on your time. And you know, one thing I like that you said to me Earlier this year, I had a moment where I felt like I, re I really was stagnant. You know what I'm saying? And I wasn't producing as much content as I wanted mm -hmm. doing certain things. And you told me you were like, you know, Hef, you can't, you can't change that. You know, what you didn't do, what's already done is done. It's what you're going to do right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's all it is. That was the best advice you ever gave me, bro. Like, mm -hmm. if you feel like, you know, you had a bad day at work or you've been through a a tough streak of losses or whatever you do. Like, it's all good. You know, you're going to have your down. But like I said, man, just around. And it's not cliche, man. It'll definitely work out for you. And I'm excited to see where we go in 2024. And I'm looking forward to everybody rocking with us, man. We really appreciate you guys for checking us out. <laughs> Mike says, sexy red in 2023. She's going to be left in 2023. She got, she got the baby. In you know, in a in a bonnet, man. Sexy, bonnet red, sexy red came, she got her money stacked and she gone, man. You won't see much of sexy red and hey, 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 pump. You can have her, my guy. There, there won't be a line out the door on that. There will not be a line on the door with that. <laughs> tell him, tell him, oh, hey, man. Everywhere, all dressed up podcast, <laughs> man. We, we are live on Sundays, first and third on youtube we're gonna be back right after the new year you might see some content from us some shorts here and there but check us out on instagram follow k dizzle dc everywhere twitter twitch youtube he is coming out strong for the new year as well man look if you got any questions you want to get on you want to get on we want to do a show with you all dressed up podcast at gmail sing your information we let anybody and everybody on i think fancy was one of the biggest hits of 2023 for us Wow, you know, she called us child defense straight from the projects. Uh, we love y'all. We'll see y'all later. Happy New Year. Safe travels. Love on your peoples. And um Yeah. Yeah. We'll see you in the new year. Who'd have thought who'd have thought half would have did the last episode on the iPhone, man? Who'd have thought? <laughs> Live Clemens, you make broom chips. Follow us for more cooking recipes. Amen. Amen. Praise him. And you know, you know, and I know, and they know, they know, and we know, we go all in.
know. They know.